You are now listening to Being Frank on 27 Outs Baseball Radio, where baseball is always on. Now here is your host, Frank Forget About It Conti. Holy sh! just got real. Okay, Dallas, hey, how you doing? Good, how are you doing? Good, good. Um, all right, so we're going to jump right into it. Um, Dallas, they give you a nickname? Do you have a nickname? Um, I have I have a lot of nicknames. <laughs> all right, uh, which? Uh, all my, my friends, they call me, well, my grandma gave me a nickname, Big D, because I'm, I'm a pretty big dude. Yeah. Thanks for Dallas, or D. Um, yeah. I got Dally, I got Dow, D, Baby Draft. Okay. Uh, this year started, uh, people may call me Lich or Lit. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Lich fits. A lot of the guys use the, you guys don't call each other by first names, always last names and nicknames, correct? Uh, yeah, most of the time. Yeah. So, all right, I want to get into your draft day, where were you? What were you doing? Who you with? Did you think it was going to be the Oreos? Did you think it was going to be somebody else? The whole nine. Um, so my family and I, uh, it was my mom, my dad, and my girlfriend, okay. and my brother, and his girlfriend. And we were at Disneyland wow. in California um, on the First day of the draft was our last day at California, and then we went uh, down to San Diego, where my where I went to school for my senior year. Okay. The uh, University of St. Catharines, and uh, we just got a hotel because if it did happen, if I did get drafted, um, we wanted to be able to see my pitching coach there and um celebrate with him because he was a big part of of me getting drafted so we were in a hotel room in san in uh san diego right next to the beach um just watching it on my dad's phone and i I, I, we were kind of expecting the orioles um but i wasn't too sure okay if if it wasn't the orioles who would you think it would have been um I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Hey, a lot of players that we have on never expected the team that actually drafted them. I mean, it's weird. It's a, you know, they came out of left field or a lot of people showed up for their workouts and things and they had workouts for other teams. So, uh, you know, being that you said it was the Orioles, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and it was funny. There's was, was a little, little funny story. They called me on the, the second day of the draft. They called me on like the, uh, uh, like the sixth round, asked me if I would accept or they were going to take me in the ninth. Uh, and I was like, yeah, that, well, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, thank you. Um, and then they called me back in like the eighth and said, we have to take uh, somebody else. Something happened in the ninth. But would you, if you're available in the tenth, would you accept this? Blah, blah, blah. And I said, oh, yeah, of course. And then it happened um, last year in rookie ball. I started hanging out and talking to this kid, becoming friends, and found out that he's the one that uh, was Kevin McGee, that he was the one that went in the night. Oh, all right. That yeah, was funny. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's uh, the draft is, there's always crazy stories we hear on the show about the draft. So many things happen. Yeah. All right, I want to get into your season this year. You're having a tremendous season. Uh, nine starts, 5-0, and 179 ERA. You have 45 innings, 51 Ks. But the thing I like the most, you have the 179 batting average against. What is, what's going on this year from last year? And, and what is – are you just more comfortable in pro ball? Is everything clicking? Is it just another pitching coach? What, what's going on? Um, I would have to say – my confidence is uh, it's a lot better than what it was last year in, in the GCL. Um, 
coming from a, a small, a really small school. Um, we didn't have the highest of competition. Uh, so I was kind of, it's kind of in a shell shock when I got to pro ball and I would say, like, I was confident, but I was I was really nervous and uh, didn't really know what to expect. And I think I would say my arm was pretty pretty tired last year after the college season, yeah. and I wasn't I wasn't ready for the those extra innings. Um, and I was a little out of shape, not gonna lie. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. So this this off season, I lost about twenty pounds and got into a lot better shape, and I've sustain that throughout the season and I feel good and I think that's that's also a big part of why I'm being successful right now is my uh my overall health being in good shape so what are you now what are you what are you six eight six nine two forty two fifty what are you what are you at right now <laughs> yeah that was my last year's stuff okay uh I'm six seven uh right now I'm two I've been around 215, 220. Oh, wow. Week. Yeah. What is it? So if I asked you, three two-count bases loaded, what are you throwing? Ooh, I'm probably going to have to go with my, my curveball. Nice. Nice. Yeah. All right. like that. And staying with that little concept, um, if you could pick any major league catcher, former – Dead or alive, or now, to throw your your debut in the big leagues, who would it be? Oh, major league catcher. I would probably have to be Yadier Molina. No, well, that's a popular choice on the show. Yes. <laughs> uh, I mean, he's just he's the first one that came to mind, and he's one of the best at calling games. Absolutely. And, Especially for my pro debut, and I want I want someone back there that that uh, I can trust. I mean, I would be able to trust any catcher, but you know he's been doing it for a while, and he's one of the best in the game to call in games. So, absolutely. All right, now what batter would you want to face that you probably would never be able to face? You know, maybe he's retired, maybe he he passed, but you know, someone like a Hall of Famer, who would it be? No matter what the outcome is, home run, double, strikeout, it doesn't matter. Uh-huh. That's a tough one. Um, probably Craig Council. Really? Yeah. I'm a Diamondback. I grew up being a Diamondbacks fan, and his, his stance always – I was always in love with his stance. So I feel like it would be really cool to just watch him stand in the box <laughs> from the mound. All right. All right. I mean, that, that's, that's out of left field. I like it because everybody picks, like, Willie Mays and, you know, all those type of things and stuff. That's good. I like it. I like it. Now, let me go with, I'm going to go into some, some fun stuff with you, and then we'll get back to your, uh, your, your season. Um, so, I'm going to pick four movie characters, and you're going to tell me who on your team now fits those movie characters. Okay. Oh man, that's gonna be tough. <laughs> um, I, I just met these guys. <laughs> oh, do you want to go to um the Shorebirds then? You want to pick out the Shorebirds? Um, I can try to do do Delmarva. I'll, I'll do. I'll try to do both teams if I can't do Delmarva. Okay. All right. So now they start off easy, and the last one is always the hardest. And everybody, it's the ones the fans love. Everybody, it's all in good fun. So, um. The first one is Alan from The Hangover. Alan? Um, let's see. Are you a hangover? Marva. Yeah, I am. All right. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think from the Delmarva roster right now. Um uh, I think the first one that came to mind was Ruben Garcia because he's kind of just a, a goofball and doesn't really doesn't really have a filter. So he's the first one that came to my mind. Well, that's a perfect example of Alan. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you said Ruben Garcia, right? 
Yes. He's also a pitcher, so so the fans know. Yeah, yeah, he is. And, um, all right, the next one is an easier one. It's Captain America. That that maybe the gym guy, the the big American, that wears American cut off t shirts and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. Oh man. Oh, the first guy that came to my mind when he said that was Seamus Curran because he he's just so big. Okay. But I mean, I mean that would he would fit more into the Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that, that, all right. I mean, that's a pretty good one. I mean, he's a first baseman. He's a big. He's a big dude. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, the next one is a little is a little tougher because it's a maybe the scary guy in the team, like a Michael Myers, a Jason that could play that character. Without missing a beat. The scary guy. Huh. Maybe the little kids don't run up to it to get autographs because it's a little scary. Maybe because he has a big beard, hair. I don't know something. That one. That one's tough. I don't. Know. There's not really. There's no one in that bullpen that you could pick to be scary. Because some of those bullpen guys are scary. You know, like. I mean, um, Bautista, uh, Felix Bautista, he's a pretty big dude. So I, if I was a kid, I would, I would kind of be intimidated to go up to him. All right. All right. Now, he's about six, six, nine, two, sixty. So he's, he's a big dude. Wow. <laughs> that is big. Now, this one's the one that everybody gets nervous answering, but it's the funniest one and, and everybody loves it. And usually it's always like the next guy that comes on. Well, if he was the one picked, he would pick that person that said him just to get him back. But it's the forty-year-old virgin. Forty-year-old virgin. And usually, the guys pick the guy that doesn't go out and sits in the room and plays video games, or he's married, or, or something like that. And usually, that's the safe bet. So I'll give you an out call if you want to pick someone like. That. Yeah, that was. I was actually gonna. <laughs> I was gonna say Grayson Rodriguez for that one. Okay. All right. And he's uh he's young though, isn't he like nineteen? Yeah, he is. That's why he's he's uh he's very young and he like what you said, he uh he doesn't go out, uh which is good. Like really? that's not a bad thing at all. Yeah, he's a very he's all about business. So he, he stays in his room, plays video games and yeah. Wow, all right. For the Oreo fans that I mean the true Oreo fans. You would like to hear that because he's what the number two prospect, number three prospect on the team. Yeah, he's he's up there. He was the, our number one pick last year. Yeah, so he's number two. So, you know, for a nineteen-year-old not going out in a Pro Bowl, that's that's pretty pretty big. Yeah, he's a very very down-to-earth kid. Love that kid. All right. Um, I did have a, uh, someone ask because they this one fan had questions. Um, he's big on defense, and he asked you how you like Adam Hall behind you. Um, I, I like it. I mean, I've only had two, two outings with him behind me, two samples, but they, they've both been solid. And obviously, he's been he was an all star this year. So, um, yeah, I, this defense is, I can't, I can't. There's no complaints with anybody on this defense on this Del Marva roster. All right, great. Now, to stay with that, because I see like. In the major league, the Mets have a very good lineup. They have a great pitching staff, but they have the worst defense in the National League. Does that affect the pitcher when he goes out to the mound? Does he think about, I have to strike guys out, I can't do this because my defense is weak this year? Or do you just go out and try to do what you normally do? Um, <laughs> no pitcher is probably going to admit that. But, yeah, that is something when you know that your defense is going to make some errors or whatever. Um that is always in the back of your mind that you need to strike more guys out. Um, and yeah, it, it does make, make it a lot tougher because uh, who is it? It's a, it's a Syndergaard, I think he, or is it Syndergaard or the Grom? It's well, all of them are having, uh, yeah, they, their, ER, their ERAs are real low or whatever. And, uh, but they can't get any wins. Um, yeah, I think Degrom doesn't get any wins because, um, yeah, 
for some reason they don't score for him. They score for everybody else, but they give up a ton of errors for all the other guys. But yeah, I just wanted to know if that would does that really affect you? Because sometimes the errors, the runs don't the ERA. It doesn't count towards the ERA. So you know why even yeah worry about it? But it does because you want to win. Yeah, um, like we're going out there, you don't think about it. But I guess once once a couple errors happen behind you, you kind of get frustrated. Like. Then it starts to really get get to the get on your mind, but yeah, it's not something for me at least. That I don't I don't think of that if like when I'm going out, going out for a start. It's not the first thing I think of like oh I gotta strike everybody out. But as the game goes on, as stuff starts to happen, then yeah maybe it it, it is a real frustrating uh, a lot of times. Okay. All right, I'm going to ask you um, another fun segment we have, Stuck in an Elevator. I'm going to give you two people. You tell me who you'd rather be stuck in an elevator. <laughs> I was waiting for that one. Um, All right, so, so the first one is actually a pretty good one. I don't know, you know, hopefully it's a good one. Sandy Koufax or Tom Seaver? Uh, I'd have to go with Sandy Koufax. Okay. Okay. Again. Don't ask me why, but that's just... <laughs> well, they're both good, great pitchers. So I mean, you know. All right. So um, Ryan Reynolds or Robert Downey Jr. Ooh, that's a good one. I'll probably have to go Ryan Reynolds because uh, I'm a big, huge comedy fan, and I love love his his comedy movies. His uh, he's Deadpool, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. And those are so good. I, that, that's who I would go with because that's <laughs> I love comedy. So if I was stuck in an elevator, I'd want somewhere to with some good humor. Right, my son's gonna be happy about that one because he thought you would pick Robert, but he loves Ryan Reynolds. So he's like, you know, when I I was doing this last night, he's like, oh, he's gonna, you know, so he'll be happy to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what kind of music do you like before I ask you this next question? Um, I like my first choice would be country music. Okay. Uh, grew up on country music, um, and then I I like rap. I like hip hop. Um, I like rock. Um, I just don't like heavy, the heavy stuff. Like the, I'm more of a mellow kind of guy. Yeah. When I listen to my music, so I listen to more mellow country uh love song kind of thing and then uh mellow rap and okay because the next one i'm going to ask you i I had it as carrie underwood or cardi b so i'm pretty sure you're going to go with carrie underwood oh definitely yes carrie underwood so now if i toss (laughs) carrie underwood out of that and i put cardi b or Nicki minaj who would it be oh uh probably Nicki minaj okay All right. All right. So we asked you about um, music. What about food? Like, what's your favorite food? Like, your go-to thing? You could eat it five days a week if you had to. Um. So I actually have done this with Chipotle. Um. In spring training, I didn't have a car, but my my roommate did. <laughs> so and he loved Chipotle, and every night he'd be like, "Are you hungry? Where do you want to go? <laughs> Chipotle sound good?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure." So Chipotle is, I could eat Chipotle all the time. But as far as a food group, a cheeseburger. I did, a good cheeseburger can never go wrong with me. Nice. I say this all the time that minor league baseball should get involved with Chipotle because every minor league team and player eats Chipotle. Yeah, yeah exactly. It'd, it'd be smart. Chipotle would make a lot of money off of that. Yeah, I'm telling you because it's just, it's unreal how you guys go to Chipotle all the time. Um. So, with that said, in your neighborhood, I think you're from, you're from Glendale, Arizona, right? Yes. I grew up in Peoria, Arizona, but uh past couple of years, I've been living in Glendale. All right. So, in your neighborhood, what is your go-to restaurant? Like, you have to – if I went to visit you, you would take me to. Um, where are you from? I'm from – I'm in South Florida. I'm from South Florida. Well, originally from New York City, but then now I'm Miami area. 
All right, then I would probably take you to In-N-Out Burger. Oh yeah, I, I hear so many things about that. Yeah, that's that's one thing I was telling my family and I was telling my fiance uh, that when I get home, that's where I'm going first is In-N-Out Burger because I haven't had it in six months since I've been home. Yeah, I had um, I interviewed John Carl Stanton on the show once, and uh, he said that's his favorite place. Yeah, it's awesome. All right, cool. And I, I, I'm gonna have to try that place. Out. I've been in Arizona a lot, especially in the spring. I gotta check. And you, ha- and you haven't tried In and Out Burger? No. Well, well, I haven't been to Arizona spring training in a while, and they just got there, right? Like that's not something that's been there a long time. Uh that's, uh, they've been there for a while actually, since really? before I was in high school, I believe. Yeah. Well, I think the last time I was in spring training in Arizona, they still had spring training. They had teams in in um, Tucson still. Oh, uh, the, the, yeah, the they White might Sox. not have had. Yeah, yeah the, the White Sox and Dimebacks. Yeah. So I have um, they have like it was the Trail Blazers or Trail Winders or something like that. Was there the Sidewinders? Sidewinders, yeah. yeah. So I haven't been there that because I'm I'm usually in Florida because you know obviously I covered the Orioles before that I covered the Twins so. You know, Florida is where all those teams are. I don't, I don't go over there too much. So. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, but next time I go over, I'm going to have to try it because I hear great things. I hear there's a special menu called the Animal or the Monster or something. Like that. What is that? Oh, yeah, you can get everything on their menu, uh, animal style, uh, which is basically, I believe it's, there's protein style and there's animal style. Protein style is just no bun and just a lettuce okay. for, for your bun. And then animal style has, like, I think it's extra extra special sauce, which is, yeah, I think, basically just, like, Thousand Island sauce. Or whatever. Okay. But it's really good. Does everybody know about this menu? Because it seems like people don't know about this menu. Um, I think nowadays people that are real familiar with In-N-Out. Okay are they know about it but maybe maybe like someone i don't know you heard about it and you haven't you've never been there so. well, all the players <laughs> all the players been telling me about it oh okay yeah it was like a you know a thing that you have to be a special person to get like would an average person be able to order this or you have to be like someone famous what's the deal i don't know <laughs> yeah i think a couple of years ago it was something that like it was almost like one of those those rumors like yeah they have a special a secret menu that if you go like, yeah right <laughs> but, but yeah, animal animal style is pretty, uh, pretty normal now nowadays. That's all I get. I get animal style fries every time I go. All right. So now, in your neighborhood, if if I was driving through your neighborhood where you live on a Tuesday afternoon at like two o'clock off season, where would Dallas most likely be, or do? At two o'clock in the afternoon? Yeah, something like that. Like a little time, you know, not not like a, a, a Friday night. Like just a, a rate. If I was going to drive through the neighborhood Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and I wanted to run into Dallas, where would I most likely run into you? Uh, well, if I wasn't at work or training, it'd probably just be at my house on my couch playing video games or watching a movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't really go out much. Really, so you're not a you're not a light a nightlife guy. No, not really. Uh, <laughs> clubs and stuff like that. Loud the loud music it just kind of annoys me. I like to be able to talk to talk to my friends. <laughs> now, this is one that I ask a lot of people, and usually it's always one answer. It's always decided on this answer, and I'm hoping to get a different response. You could close out Game 7 of the World Series, or you could pitch a perfect game in your Major League debut. Which one? Uh, I'm, I'm going to have to go with the perfect game. Really? Awesome. I like that, because usually it's the Game 7. All right. I mean, yeah, the Game 7 would be awesome, but a perfect game, there's... On your debut, no less. Yeah, there's not many of, of those... I don't think there's any. Uh, yeah, debut, maybe. I don't, yeah, there's probably not many, but just a perfect game in general. There's yeah. not many in history, so that would be... Nice. Like it. 
All right, so how about this? Uh, Do you like all the sports besides baseball? What's that? you like all the sports besides baseball? Oh, yeah, I love it. Uh, uh, basketball is one of my favorite sports. Can you na- name me your, your favorite football, ba- uh, baseball, and uh, basketball team? I mean, I don't know if you like hockey. Is you name that too? Um, pretty basic, except I'm hometown hometown guy. So Phoenix Suns is my favorite basketball team. Cool. Arizona Cardinals and the Dallas Cowboys are my favorite football. Really? Team. Yes. Uh, Wait, my dad. Is that why you named Dallas? <laughs> um, yeah, I would. I'd, uh, that's what I'd like to believe. My parents <laughs> tell me my they tell me a different story, but yeah. My dad grew up being a, a a diehard Cowboys fan because there was no football team in Arizona. So the Cowboys were always on TV. Uh, so, but they said that my mom heard some other family yelling at their kid at the store and his name was Dallas. And my mom was like, oh, that sounds like a good name. So they named you after some bad kid in the store. I hate you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Now, let me ask you. Is Dallas going to be good this year, you know, with no, no, um, no running back? You know, that, that's kind of worrying me. I think they'll be all right because they got uh, – this is probably one of the best defenses they've had in a long, long, long time. So, so all right, so you had to put your, your salary on it. Who's going to be in the Super Bowl, the two teams? You know, it wouldn't be a bad bet to say the Patriots and Rams again. Okay. Yeah. I hate the Patriots. hate them. <laughs> I hate the Rams. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because well, they're in the, the Cardinals division. And, yeah. Uh, I just – I'm a Jet fan, so I hate the Patriots. Yeah. So. I used to not like them, but I've just, I've just kind of grown. I think to... I just hate Tom Brady because he's like has everything. He has like a, a model wife. <laughs> he has all these Super Bowls. He has – He's in movies. He's a model. I mean, come on. I mean, how much stuff can you have? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, all right, so the next one is, so if you grew up a, a Diamondbacks fan, who was your favorite player of all time? Um, going on the, the pitcher side. Let's say Randy Johnson. Obviously, that's you got to go with him. Yeah, the big unit. Um, and then Luis Gonzalez. Um, not only just because he's he was a great player, but he's always doing stuff in the community. Uh, you 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 can see him around. Like if you go to any uh like travel ball tournaments out there in Arizona, you'll you'll see him. Uh, he has a – him and his brother, they have a a travel team called T-Rex. Um, okay. So, yeah, he's just a good person. And so I'd say I'll, those two would be my favorite all-time time back players. All right. And um, if you had to tell the Oriole fans who you most likely resemble pitching-wise, who would it be in the big leagues now? Or maybe in the past, like in you know, maybe in, in the two thousands, let's say. Um, I'd I'd probably say Granky right now, not not because of his mechanics or anything, but um, because he. Nowadays in his career, he doesn't throw the hardest uh, that it shows, like the velo clock shows, because uh, I know that's everybody looks at that. Yeah. Uh, but he he's very crafty, and okay. I'm not sure I'm not sure what his his like TrackMan stuff looked like, but yeah, my my velo is not up there, but I I. Uh, I'm getting my craft better, and I have a lot of a lot of stuff that is working. And uh, I would say, that, yeah, he's he's the one. Okay. Who do you owe 
you said your 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 coach has been your your biggest mentor. Is what about in your family? Is it your father, your mother? I mean, some people do pick their moms. They've been driving in the games, doing this. Who is it besides your coach? Uh, definitely, probably both my parents. They um, they both were always at at my games. I don't think they ever missed a game. Uh, is your father one of those coaching fathers? Like, oh, you, you know, you should have threw this or did that, or, or no, he just leaves himself out of that. <laughs> uh, he tries to nowadays, but yeah, growing up, he was he was one of those. Uh, <laughs> okay. He was really into it. He got intense. Okay. But now, yeah, nowadays he at games he'll sit by himself. He'll go off and stand like against the fence and just be by himself because he gets so nervous and can't stand to be, be around people during games. It's kind of funny. Yeah, he doesn't – he tries not to watch. My, we get that a lot too. Usually the moms do that. But, uh, you know, it, it's uh, – we get that a lot with family members and girlfriends. Like your girlfriend probably doesn't watch your games and stuff and she puts her head down when you're pitching or something like that. Oh, no. She uh, She even told me the other day that she gets – she gets angry when she watches it. Like, if I make a mistake, she'll get mad at me. <laughs> well, you have too many mistakes. I mean, uh, <laughs> still that, so she hasn't been that mad at you. Yeah, she's just really – she's really competitive. She played softball, so she – You only had one – you only had one game where you gave up three runs in it. The other one's all been nothing, basically. Yeah, and that game was actually a weird one. That, uh, Who was that against again? I forgot. I gotta look. Uh, I I'm really not good with names with these teams. <laughs> I'm trying. I believe I believe it was the. Uh, the trying to bring. Uh, up. I forget who it was. Who? It's coming up now. It's loading. I don't know. Do I have one? Load that up for me. I have. Uh, they're gonna load it up and see if they can get it. But, uh, yeah, it was only one game that you had that you gave up. Yeah, so that game, it it was supposed to – the forecast said it was supposed to rain during the first inning. So they started somebody else out of the pen because they didn't want to have me start that inning and then go on a rain delay and just have my start ruined. So I went in the second inning, and then it ended up raining anyways. So the game got canceled. And then about a month later or so, they rescheduled it, and it just happened to fall on my start date. So I picked that game up again from the third inning. But, yeah, that was that was the only game that I, I can recall that I'd given up. Yeah, no, you've given up one run in, in, like, three other games, and that's it, and everything's been zeros. So, I mean, it's been, like, lights out. And you, you have – you have more strikeouts than innings pitch, so uh, are you consider yourself a strikeout pitcher or, you, or more, you know, let's get out of this inning, pitch to contact, double plays, you know, ground balls? What, what do you consider yourself? No, I definitely would consider myself a strikeout pitcher. Okay. Uh, I, I have my whole since high school. That's what I try to pride myself on. Okay. Um, I have another – now, I, I ask a lot of people this, especially pitchers and stuff, about superstition, and everybody says they're not. So I'm going to ask you who you are, and then I'm going to give you a scenario afterwards after you answer the question. Are you? Oh, hello? I yeah. I lost you. Oh, you got me now? Oh, yep. There we go. Okay. Um, I asked all the players this on the show, and uh, it's about superstition, and I want to know if you, if you are, and, and after you answer the question, I'm going to give you a scenario, and you tell me, you give me the answer from the scenario also. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm. I definitely am superstitious. Okay. So this will probably be an easy, easy one for you. All right. You you show up to the stadium. Everybody's eating um, fruit fruit loops, and and you you sit down and have a bowl. You go out. You know you, you pitch great. You pitch six innings, strike out ten, no runs, one hit. The next day that you come in and you're pitching, are you eating the fruit loops? Oh, most definitely. There's no question. <laughs> now, I had a player actually say he wants the same people sitting in the same seats and the same person pouring this Fruit Loops for him. Are you doing that, or, or are you just eating the Fruit Loops? 
Uh, well, so we, yeah, I would maybe not to the stream where everybody has to sit in the same spot, but yeah, I would have the same person pour it. Uh, nice. I would do it at the same time. I actually have a story that's quite similar to that. Oh, yeah, that's uh, it was either my, I can't remember if it was my freshman or sophomore year of college. I was playing at Glendale Community College, and uh, before one start, I was kind of running late, so I didn't have breakfast, so I stopped it. I just swung by Jack in the Box real quick, and I got Ooh, I, like I got six tacos. Uh, and this was like a, I think it was a one o'clock game, so this was kind of more in the morning-ish. So I had six tacos from Jack in the Box before the game, <laughs> and I, I did really good. I can't remember what my stat line was, but I think I went like six innings or seven innings. Uh, so my next three or four starts after that, I that was my pregame meal was six tacos from Jack in the Box until until I didn't do so good and had to change it up. <laughs> Let me ask you, um, being well with the Orioles, you won't have to worry. But do you like hitting, and can you hit? Uh, that is a great question. I can hit. No, whenever a pitcher says that, nobody believes them. But uh, I have some power. I have some pop. It's just the thing. It's a mental thing with me when the when it's against the, an actual pitcher on the mound. Okay. I get I get afraid of of, of the ball. So that's when I turn. I can't hit. <laughs> okay. Now. If you had to play another position, like let's say you went into 17 innings or whatever that is, and you had a, they said, hey, we need you to play another position, but you can pick it, which one would it be? Uh, definitely somewhere in the outfield. Oh. Uh, I, I think I consider myself a very good route runner. Um, like during BP, sometimes I'll power shag, and I'd, I, I would like to think I'm a good, a good outfielder, so. Um, that's where I would be. Can can you throw a strike to home plate? Um, I'd like to think so. Yeah, I've never really done it, but nice. Now, um, so the next thing I wanted to actually was: Do you have a routine? Like, if the day you're pitching, like seeing that this is Monday show, um, you're pitching. What is your routine if you're not on the radio or doing interviews? What is you wake up? What you take us through your routine if you're pitching that day? So the it goes back to the superstition question of my routine changes throughout my my superstitions. Okay. Um, right now, it'd be I'd wake up from the hotel, um, get dressed, brush my teeth, head to the bus, or if it's a home game, head to the field. Um, and then just hang out in the clubhouse with the guys. Just kind of try to – I'll listen to my music off and on. I don't like to, like, just be by myself and be secluded because uh, I tend to really get in my head and think too much if I do that. So I try to just, like, hang out with the guys and goof around and um, not try to think too much. But then once it gets closer to game time, uh, let's say probably about an hour before I have to go out and stretch. I'd take a shower. Um, and then I would eat something and then take, get dressed and then go stretch, do my hip stretches and stuff, uh, get my arms stretched out by the trainer and then put my arm sleeves on and go outside and start uh, playing catch. Nice, nice. And I, I wanted to go back to when you first got drafted. You went to GCL. Um, GCL, short season, all that. Pe- people don't realize, the fans don't realize that even when you're not pitching, you guys grow every day. When you yes. Get. And that takes a lot of toll on your arms. I know that. Like, it's crazy. Oh, yeah, it definitely does. I try to take at least a day off of, of no throwing uh, between my starts. Yeah, I mean, so when you come from college and you played a whole college season, and then and then you come over to the to the you know the Pro Bowl and then you're throwing. I mean, you, a lot of times in GCL and, and short season, uh, they they you pitch three or four innings, right? Am I correct? 
yeah, they they have us uh, on a pretty good pitch limit. Yeah, uh, they're they they're pretty good at roll every day on the side though, and that's I I mean it's just on you guys got to be tired. Yeah, it's definitely um, something that I'm still kind of getting used to now. Like, because this is the longest season I've ever had, going from spring training to extended to to now. Um, longer. Yeah, it, it's still going. Um, I still have to get a little better at it, but I I'm one of those guys that um, I'd say kind of a perfectionist. So when I throw, like the day after my start, I'm still working on my mechanics, and if it doesn't feel good, I'll just keep throwing, um, which isn't which isn't probably the best to do because you need to give your arm some rest. But that's just who I am. I'll 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 throw a hundred more pitches the day after my after my start if I don't feel like I'm doing my mechanics correctly. Um, okay. But I've been I've been getting a little better of just trying to lighten the load of my throwing. What is the biggest adjustment about Pro Bowl? Is it just being away from family? Is it is it or is it a lot of things? Um I'd say uh, for a lot of people I'd say like the family thing, especially high schoolers, but I went to two two years of school in California, so I was away from what kind of used to the long distance stuff. Um I'd say for me now, because last year I didn't really have to experience it, is the uh, the travel. Um, yeah. The bus I ride. Wear, yeah, the, bu- the bus rides, the uh, getting home super late and having to go get back to the field the next day. Yeah, um, yeah that's the, the biggest thing to me. All right, I got like three more questions and I'll let you get on your day. Um, one is, I say this because the Orioles don't have this problem, but I have covered them all in the past and stuff like that. And I've had a lot of their players on. And Baltimore right now, I notice it because they're not winning. Their fan base, you know, they're not selling out. How, If you were a big-time free agent, you know, you had this career where you're going to get the big money, how much does it play into where if three teams are going after you, they all pretty much have the same type of roster, same type of winning situation – but one sells out and has a great fan base and the others don't. Does that play into what you think of or no? Uh, for me personally, no, just because I'm kind of newer, I guess, to yeah. – I haven't really experienced the uh, the uh, the major league atmosphere, I guess. Um, well, your yes. minor league teams for the Baltimore in those areas do pretty well. Yeah, we do. I was actually going to say last night here at um, – uh, where are we? You're in a uh, Atlantic <laughs> League in the, in the – uh, well, oh, oh, you're away right now, right? Yeah, we're in South Carolina. We're playing the, the Yankees um, short uh, low A team. Yeah. I mean, but that was – last night, that was the loudest I have ever um, – the loudest stadium I've ever been a part of, loudest game. Really? I mean, yeah. I, your, your home crowd's not that bad, though. Oh no, it's not. And, and especially even in Aberdeen, it wasn't. It wasn't bad. But last night, it was. Uh, there was two outs. We had two guys on, and we were down three. And uh, the. Ryan Ogren was on uh, up to bat, and he was having just a foul ball war, and the crowd was just going nuts, wait, like screaming for that la- that last strike, that last out. Yeah, and it was it was it was pretty cool because I, because me personally, I in high school we didn't really get it was high school baseball. Nobody really went out to those, um, and then at college, I never went to a big D one a big university where everybody came out and watched and it was a big crowd. So that, that's also going back to your question for the biggest uh, change, the uh, biggest thing to get used to is, is crowds for me. Cause I've never, the, the most before, before Aberdeen, I think the most people I've ever thrown in front of was uh, like 50. 
Really? Yeah. So this is. Oh. This, wow. Yeah. Wow. All right. So that. I was gonna say, thank God you you know the both Hornets don't have a uh, a Florida State League team anymore because that's one thing about the Florida State League that all, they're all spring training facilities besides Daytona, and they're beautiful and they have a lot of rehab major leaguers, but they get no crowds besides Philadelphia. They have no. I mean, well, Clearwater and maybe Tampa Yankees. They get no crowds. I mean, you're talking about like you know lucky to have three thousand fans a night. Because a lot of stadiums, like Jacksonville and so on, you know, in the Carolina League and all that, you, you guys get, you know, five, six, seven thousand 7,000 fans. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's – I am I wouldn't want to go out and watch a baseball game in Florida right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess it's hot. I guess that's why the Marlins have an indoor stadium and so does um, Tampa. But, uh, yeah, I hear you, especially in August when they're playing 12 o'clock Sunday games and you're out there and – you're getting sunburn on your head and stuff. Yeah, I guess it's a. Uh, I hear you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. That's true. But uh, you know, it's just I don't know. You see some great players through the Florida State League, man. I mean, you know, especially with rehab. And when those players are hurt from those major league teams, they all rehab there, and it's, you know, you, you get it for what seven bucks. I mean, so you know, it just surprises me. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that, that's that is true. There's there's a lot of good baseball. Um, but yeah, yeah I mean, it's it's tough. Uh, four, Twelve o'clock in the afternoon in Florida. <laughs> yeah, it is. It definitely, it's brutal. Yeah, ninety-eight degrees and stuff like that. Definitely. Um, what's the one thing? All right, I want you to be a little like like selfish on this answer. I don't want you to say you want to win a, a championship this year or or so on in the minors. By the end of the season, what's something you want to accomplish, you personally? I don't want to hear about the team. I want to hear about Dallas. Um, honestly, um, this I'm not gonna lie. I've, I've already exceeded my my goals. My as I was not expecting to be here on this team uh, on the Delmarva roster at all this year. So I really don't have any, any more. I mean, just to, I would, okay. I would like to keep my, my ERA at a, a one. Okay. Below two then. All right. Yeah. Nice. All right. That's a good goal. Now in, is, I know how you, how you said, if you don't think your mechanics were right, you would throw another hundred pitches and all that stuff. And I know a lot of pitchers, especially pitchers are tougher on themselves than, than any coach or anything could be. So knowing you're having a great season, but is there anything you want to work on this off season where you think you could be better next? Think that everything's fine and, and you're just going to build on what you're doing now. Um, I'm definitely going to build on what I'm doing now, but um, there is a lot of things that I could, I'm going to work on this off season. Um, really? A lot? Yeah. Yes. But, but, well, mechanical wise, just more using my legs. But um, hmm. I need to get my velo up, and I think I need to get a little. Little. We were talking about how I'm. I was saying how I'm in better shape this year. Um, now that I know what a full season feels like, uh, I need to get a little bit more stronger. Okay. Yeah. Now being with the Baltimore Orioles, knowing that they're they're rebuilding and. They have hitters on their team, and they have a couple of hitters at AAA and AA that are really good. But they don't have a lot of pitching. And even at the major league level, we'll be honest, they don't. I mean, they have John Means, probably the youngest and best major league starter. That must really – when you go to that stadium every day, knowing you're putting up numbers, that must really help fuel you more than going knowing the team has, a, like, the Mets that have a five-man rotation that's all in their 20s. Like, I mean, does that fuel you because you know that – you could get called up with a team like this and, and help them out bullpen or starting wise, or or you just go about business every day and don't think of something like that. Honestly, yeah, I don't. I don't really think of anything like that. Um, I think when I, me personally, it's kind of a superstitious thing. If I start thinking stuff like that, then that's when I'm going to start doing bad. Um, so I just try to go handle my business day by day to get better, so that one day I can. Uh, 
be up there helping helping the Orioles win a World Series. So, yeah, I don't try to think of uh, stuff. So, yeah, stuff like that. All right, one more and I'll let you go. Um, I'm going to make you think for that for like 10 seconds. I don't want to ruin your season, so I don't want you to think about it too long. You get the phone call that you're going to the big league club. What's the first thing you're doing when you hang up that phone or, or get out of the coach's lock, uh, office? First thing. Um, calling my, my fiance and then I'm calling my parents. Nice. And they're, they're obviously flying straight out, obviously. Oh, yeah, definitely. I would. They, yeah, they would have to. <laughs> I would make them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, with, they, have they seen you play Pro Bowl yet? Have they come out to any games? They have not. Um, they, we were trying to, to get that set up. Uh, it was honestly kind of good thing they didn't because the week, the, the week they had set up to come up to Aberdeen was the week I got moved up. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, I haven't seen them for about six months. So that's, that's also, that's kind of tough. Um. But yeah, it's good. They 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 support me, so it's that's awesome. Yeah, it makes it easier. I want to thank you for coming on. I also want to say, keep having a great season. You're doing great work, and I will see you in spring training over in uh, Sarasota uh, next year. All right, sounds good. Thank you so much for having me on here. It was it was fun. Absolutely. I'll talk to you later. Yes, sir. Have a great day. You too. And now it's time for Conti's Corner. Here's Frank Conti.